Hey, Fat Family, welcome back to another podcast. Woo! <laughs> got the applause. Who do we got here again? Oh, your favorite therapist, you know, mm. Sessions with Sha. One on one. She got her own segment now. Yes, I'm loving yes. it. I'm loving it. And today's topic, as you have seen on the title, is how does social media impact our mental health? Mm. All right. And, and for those who, who are new to the channel, our last video, we had a conversation with um, Shah about when you should seek a therapist. So if, if you stay tuned to this video, we'll link it at the end. Very, very good conversation. Absolutely. Very important to know when to seek help. Definitely. Lots of tips and tricks and welcome. Come on in. That's what we want you to do to feel comfortable. And it's definitely just, the just best relax. help of your life. Just we, relax. We're just it's a chilling. good time. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so what's All up? Right. All right. So, so how, how, how do we... I have always thought that social media is really messing up with our mental health because as we were talking about in a previous podcast, mm -hmm. you can tend to like compare yourself and, and, and feel like you're behind on things because so-and-so is doing this and you're like, oh my God, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. And you kind of feel like this rush to get things done. Like right. what have you seen with people in, in um, terms of social media? In terms of people and even myself, right? I, what I tend to look at is I have an iPhone, right? And the iPhone shows you how many hours or minutes based on productivity, social media, um, and a, a series of different, you know, wink, Can wink, I help tap, you? tap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it shows you where you're spending the most time because like I said in our previous session, right, the mind is a muscle and we have to train it to do certain things, right? And if you don't use it, you lose it, like I tell everybody. Um, and with this being said, like subconsciously, what are you feeding yourself, yeah. right? People don't even realize, oh, but I'm not even on that long. So you take a look at that phone and it says you were on six hours. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, bro, we already spent eight at work and you were six on it. Yeah. Like, so... Yeah. What are you really doing? And, and it does impact your mood. And so what I was seeing during session um, is that a lot of my clients who ended up committing into um, a psychiatric facility, which honestly sounds scary, but it's not for people who deal with more uh, serious yeah. mental illnesses. You know, that is the ideal thing to do. So um, I had a client who was spending more time on her cell phone and she just reached a point where she reached out and was like, what do I do? I'm feeling symptomatic yeah. and, and it's not getting better. And at this point I was like, all right, so being honest, the choices are it's either going to be something you're going to do to yourself to hurt yourself, which we don't want, or you go with your cell phone and you check into the nearest uh, facility for mental health services. And honestly, everyone who does check in afterward calls me afterward. And it's like, wow, it was like a little spa vacation. <laughs> and the common denominator is that at these facilities, they take away your cell phone, mm. but they're not blocking you from the world. They ask you, you know, whose number do you need from here? And they reach out to you and, you know, they're like, do you need to contact your parents? You, who's your best friend? Who's this? And you give the numbers. And now let's say if I'm reaching out to someone who's a loved one at a facility, I can still reach them just at the facility's phone. We're so back that's, to like a landline. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're not seeing anything on social media that you're not feeding that negativity into your subconscious and you're still able to communicate with loved ones because a major part of therapy is your support system. And a lot of people have this misconception that, oh, just my family is my support system. No, it's whoever you feel the best around. It could be anybody, your your best friend, somebody who lives in another country, um, someone who is in your yeah. family, someone you met two years ago. Who is your support system? I think that's very important when it comes to feeling better, when it comes to mental health. Because I, I personally, um, I get a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like what makes me feel better is my family. Like when I'm isolated and by myself and just in my thoughts and in my head, that just makes things worse. Right. You know, and even though that's the thing that I want to do, just mm-hmm. not talk to anybody, I've realized that that's what I should not do. <laughs> right, right. And the minute that I feel like I have support from people and I'm feeling overwhelmed and I have a husband who's very supportive. Yes. And, you know, let's say I'm feeling overwhelmed with like house chores. Mm-hmm. But he sees that I'm feeling overwhelmed and he helps me. That makes me feel, you know, that makes me feel supported and it makes me feel like, okay, People care for me. You know, I'm loved. I have these people here for me. It's very important to have that. I I, I can't imagine feeling alone and not having anybody to, like, feel loved or feel like I can go to them if I'm feeling down. You know, it's. I think a support system is very important when it it comes to mental health. And then what uh, a common theme that I stress as well is I'm mindful of not everyone has that same beautiful family dynamic that I have, right, or that you have. And it's important because usually people, again, this is the difference between venting to your friends and venting to a person who's not biased and doesn't know you, right? People just, oh, go to your family. What if that person has a traumatic experience because of their family? Mm-hmm. Then I'm not going to send you to your fa- That's not your support system yeah. simply because that's family, right? No, maybe it's your best friend who lives in another country. Maybe it's a professor at college. You don't, you never know. Support system is just whoever is a positive influence on you, whoever's got your back and is going to help pull you out of that dark mental space that we go to when we start spiraling. So what do we say to people who don't, who feel like they don't have a support system? That's when they should be seeking therapy right absolutely because then the therapist becomes your support system and you can reach out via um obviously it won't be our direct line but it'll be maybe a work number or through homework assignments that we're giving you to take home and channel your feelings whether it's through journaling through using artistic things um, a variety of different assignments that we could give you to do at home and depending on how severe the case is with one of my clients let's say for one who's more chill let's say maybe i'd see her or him once a week but if i know that this person is really Really unstable and doesn't have a support system, then maybe I'd be having sessions with this person twice a week or three times a week, depending on the severity of what the presenting symptoms are. And one thing that I, um, I had said before on my Instagram is like be mindful of what pages you follow mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, the algorithm shows you get you say you get sucked in when you see bad stuff mm-hmm. or adrenaline. It just it spikes something in, in your brain and you just like want to keep swiping. So Instagram is going to continue to feed it to you. Definitely. So what I, I've done a lot that of times. Algorithm is, is evil sometimes. It is. It is. <laughs> when what I have done is like I just unfollow. Right. Like, yeah. If I want to see something like I'll follow you back. Even even when it's like motivational quotes, I feel like, OK, you're just now you're stressing me because you're giving <laughs> me too much motivation. This is like every post like. Yeah, so funny. So I'm like, okay, is it enough? Like, too much of everything is bad, right? Right, right. everything in moderation. But you see, that's something you're very mindful of. For you, the the too much motivation is overkill. It's Mm -hmm. like next, I can't do that. Versus for somebody, let's say who is in a rough spot, maybe they do need that. But that's dope that you are mindful. And I think the more mindful you are of what your triggers are, what you need for people to pour into you so that you can feel full, right? Um, That's super important. And as a therapist myself, what I noticed was you have to set boundaries. They're so important because people will take, take, take. And then you're wondering, damn, why do I feel drained? Why am I so tired? I didn't even do much. But really, it's because you split yourself this week Mm. between the needs of 15 other people before you put yourself first. No, let me take care of what I have to do first. Excellent point. So that I feel whole pouring into my own cup and filling myself before I'm able to pour from my cup into others. And and 
what do you feel like people that have say old friendships that just don't align with what they're trying to go in life, but they kind of don't want to lose a friendship or feel bad? Like how, how does a person seem like you a disconnect? A pro- yeah, I understand what you're saying. So sometimes you might have friends who don't really align with where you want to be in life, or maybe mm-hmm. they might be that that friend who drains you. Mm-hmm. But they're a longtime friend, and it's like you feel guilty, like kind of. Like, I don't want to help you, but I don't, I don't really want to do what you want to do. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. And that's understandable. And like we discussed last session, right? It only works if you do the work. So you could, because you have such great hearts and because you want to help people, but did they ask you for help? Are they showing you signs that they are ready to do the work, right? Because the beauty of this is that mentally we all make that, that change and that, that decision to want to progress at different times. And then there's some of us who never get there. Yeah. And what happens is for those of us who do, we become frustrated with them. Like, like, damn, but why you don't want more? You, you so don't want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then that's just frustrating you. So mm-hmm. it's like I, I wouldn't sever the tie completely. But it's right. just like if you need me, I'm here for you, whether that's five years from now, 10 years from now, because we go way back. But right. I'm not going out of my way to seek you because yeah. there isn't anything there right now that's going to help me get to where I'm going, what my goals are next. Or where I want you to be headed. I'm right. That's how I feel. I feel like you don't have to cut them completely because there's people that they don't completely align with you or they're not there with you at the same time, Mm -hmm. but you still have love for them. Most definitely. So I feel like it's important to just know how to, how to keep that space, how to give yourself that space, but not say, Oh, forget you. I'm not talking to you ever again. It doesn't have to be that drastic. Also be mindful of there's friends like are needy. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm not texting you every day, like, Okay, this relationship is over. Like, no, yeah. sorry, bro, we got a life. Yeah, so like, I, especially I value, as adults, I value friendships that I can not talk to you for three months, and I hit you up, and it's just like, what's up? Right. Yeah, and because, nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. like time like, hasn't we all passed have by. A life. Exactly. And and what we notice in in sessions, right? The people who are doing that. If I'm I'm constantly blowing up your phone every single day, and it's it's not even on like it's different. If I I hit your line every day, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? Just a simple simplistic text, right? Versus if I'm hitting you up every day, and it's asking you for something. Thing, right yeah. then i'm noticing that's codependency mm. that's showing that that person doesn't know how to function on their own without getting seeking validation from you right versus like you said if i reach out and you guys let's say we don't pick up the phone after this until three three months from now and then we have our next session y'all <laughs> right um and that's called i'm holding space for you guys yeah. right i have this place in my heart for you guys and it doesn't mean that we're not friends because we haven't heard from each other in a little while and once we link back up it's everything's all good again i mean we haven't linked in how long what right was the last a, long time. So long. a years. long time years it's been years yeah definitely before yeah. the pandemic i think and you was the last time we saw each other. We just walked in and, and picked chatting. the conversation back up, like we, we we back like we never left. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. So, what are some things that we could be doing to avoid um, social media from messing up with our mental health? Okay, so get engaged. Like I said, I'm an actively engaged therapist in session. Right, I'm fully present. Get fully present in a hobby. Whether that's the gym, whether that's a cooking class, whether that's yoga, whether it's time at home with your partner watching a movie together or playing cards. I have cards in the house that's for like um, intimacy games or just in general mm-hmm. to facilitate conversations that are not forced, that are not scripted, right? And it just challenges you because these are not your deck of questions. They're coming mm-hmm. from somebody else. Hold that thought. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're gonna, we, have, we have cards. Oh, snap. We have cards here. <laughs> <laughs> let, me see, let me see what we got. I love surprises. So, 
So we actually have oh. bought this. You see, that's how y'all know we friends, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so who was it? What's her name? Dana Chanel. Dana Chanel had released this a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we bought it. And it's, I don't know if you can see it's, it, but it's for husband and wives. 88 conversation starters. So it, we felt like we wasn't talking a lot. Mm-hmm. And we saw this. I think I ordered it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and it literally just asks different questions. And yeah. you just start Topics. Talking, yeah. This one is, how would you describe your spiritual life right now? And I will ask her the question, and we'll be in the kitchen just talking. Yeah, and it just sparks conversation. Right, so this would be a homework topic that we might, as a therapist, send our clients home with. And that's beautiful that as a couple, you said, you know, what? what's an area that we need to build upon? And okay, if conversation starters is one of them, then let's get into it. I love it. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, we have. Y'all have homework. Y'all have homework. No, but now we actually talk. We, now we talk. Yeah. We talk a lot. We, now yeah. we're, in, yeah, we're very engaged in on so many levels with different things. So that's why we haven't touched it. Well, then that's awesome. As long as the conversation's flowing, yeah. we're good. And if it gets paused, then we need some help. We already it's, it's, on top, yeah. it's on top of the nevera. We're going to get that. <laughs> and this is, again, the reason why we started this podcast, because we felt like we were always talking to each other. And have good, com- deep conversations. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like, why, why wouldn't we just record it? That and could help you, somebody like, could else help out there. People. Definitely share that with the world. And, and hopefully somebody else listens in and they feel comfortable and seek therapy as well. Like, and get to that point in time where you just, and it just helps not only whatever it is that you're going into, right? Like, so if, if, if I'm going into therapy for, let's say, couples counseling, just by improving that part of my life, I'm able to socialize on a multitude of different levels with my employer, personal people in my family life right it's not just for that one area that you're initially coming in for seeking services for so it's dope yeah it trickles down definitely when you're feeling good with yourself life just gets better overall right Right. and um how do you feel parents should handle their kids with social social media media? yeah with all the like i mean we're we're creators in every single platform Mm and so like i know youtube has restriction is not when you're uploading it actually like is this meant for kids should i restrict this content for kids above 18 which is good mm-hmm. um and they also have their platform for youtube kids which kids should be watching so how do you feel like parents should they be on top of the phone should they not have phone at what age should you get a phone yeah. how, how should what do you it's feel just so like many questions you, yeah. but that's, that's me personally uh personally i'm old school right y'all see me young but i'm just 33 y'all right <laughs> so, but um, i'm old school in the sense that I don't believe you should have a phone at this age. What age? And he, at, at elementary school age, up until fifth grade, even middle school, I, I get it. And the common excuse that I hear from parents, and again, I, I keep it real with the parents who I even engage with, right? I oh, see my here's, kid the, is at. here's the, you know, I, I need, I give them a phone or her a phone because I need to call them. Baby, we got the main office line. It's a landline. Once you, once Before, you call we us, didn't have cell phones right. in our Ever and they'll give you excuses. Oh, ever since this situation or that, no, no, no. You can call the school. They'll transfer the call up, and we'll have the kids sent down to you. And I, I, and I always say that phones have parental control. Definitely, like you turn it on, you put a code that your kid doesn't know, and they have access to whatever you give them. Mm-hmm. Most so, parents don't do that. I don't think so. They, I know they don't. They're not checking yeah. for it, right? The same way. Then you're wondering why the grades are, are flunking, why they're experiencing different behavioral things that I nobody else in the family ever did that. Yeah, because we didn't have phones till we were like 17, 18, right? Like, yeah. And that we were paying for our own phones. Like you're adding an additional bill to yourself so that your child can have this and they're just wasting time not doing homework or things that they actually need to get done academically to be on all this unnecessary social media. And it goes down to, again, what we talked about. Who are they following? What mm-hmm. are they looking at all day? And what's seeping into their 
developing brain. That's you know, I, I feel like that's very scary. <laughs> I hope it's the motivational <laughs> post too. <laughs> I, I think that's the scary part for me. That's why, like, Armani, obviously, like, technology is everywhere. So it's not right. like I can control him from watching anything ever. But I just refuse to give my eight-year-old a phone. Like, right. And no. I, I, I give you an applause for that. Because it's it's scary. I mean, us as adults, we have trouble. Right. Monitoring how long we're on it. And we're adults. Right. You were on it and we're like, oh, just 10 more minutes and I'm going to go to bed. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, my God, it's about to be midnight and I'm still so up. So imagine a kid who doesn't have life experiences, who they're just developing. Like, develop when we were younger... The experiences we had, the interactions with the kids, the playing time, the going outside and the going to visit my friend over there. Those are important and things we skills, have to go through. Those are the skills. And, and if you notice, like not even just from, again, I have the, the perspective within the school. But even once I take myself outside of school and I just observe anybody whose children I'm around, you notice in this day and age, they struggle to communicate. They'll be standing right next to a kid. And something I was seeing was they'll throw a ball at that kid mm-hmm. and beam them. Then that kid's crying or it's a fight. And then when I put them to the side, let's talk. Oh, I was just trying to play with him because they're lacking social skills because mm-hmm. they're all day with a screen in their face. Yeah. And now we understand why. So yeah, that's why I say I'm old school with it. And I don't think they should have it unless, you know, an hour for entertainment here right. and then and take it away after that or only on the weekends. I'm strict on that as well with the, the students who I interact with and their parents know take off that plug, that Xbox, that PlayStation. We don't need that unless it's the weekend. And, yeah. and another thing was, what was the other thing I was thinking about? So many juicy questions. <laughs> Damn. Why you do that to me? That sucks. Warped his mind. That was sucks. a good one That's too. The mental health things. That was a good one too. <laughs> All right, we'll keep going. Right. All right, so happens. just like ad- just like adults, you know, if if we have trouble, just keep in mind this is what I think us as parents need to have in mind. If we have trouble with controlling ourselves on social media, which we should work on, we shouldn't just stay that way. Um, I think is important that we understand that is very important for us to try to keep the screen time to a minimum. And that where they when they are on the screen that we're monitoring what they're watching because I remember my question, not my oh, question. Awesome. Um, one thing we did a lot when even when Armani and now and we tried to continue to do is when we're going out as a family to eat, mm-hmm. we don't we don't take the iPads. Right, like, they want to take yeah. them, but we're like, no, we're going to be outside. It's yeah. time for you to socialize. If we're going to it's sit down to, to talk. People. Like they bring you crayons, you can draw. You don't need to be because a lot of parents and and. I understand it's stressful, like mm-hmm. when your kid is crying and you're in mm-hmm. a restaurant and they just, just want a screen and you just like I need you just to want them to be out. quiet, yeah. Mm-hmm. But have we done it? Probably, but Maybe the majority of time, no. We're we're out as a family. We're gonna go eat. So right. you're when you're home, you can watch TV. Definitely, so. and and because I want to challenge that because this is something we do in counseling, right? You said as a parent, sometimes the children will scream and you just you know I'll, I'll give you my phone. That becomes a backfire because that becomes a learned behavior, mm-hmm. right? So it's like um, if I scream at the top of my lungs and I throw a tantrum, which is embarrassing, right? We all know that doesn't reflect you as a parent, right? These are just children learning, yeah. right? This is a learning experience at this moment. It backfires on us as parents because when that child is screaming and mom, dad, whoever, grandma gives me this phone or the tablet, now I have just learned in my mind to get what I want. This is the behavior I'm going to exhibit. Mm-hmm. So then take that from the home or the restaurant now i'm doing this in school 
now you will be getting phone calls from the teachers, from therapists, all right? These are the behaviors we're seeing. And that continues through life until you learn to nip that in the butt. Like, no, I'm, I'm going to wait this one out. You're going to scream yeah. and I'm going to go over here. And eventually you'll catch the hint. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about patience, ultimately. Yeah. It really is. It really is. I need to work on patience, but I understand that it is mm-hmm. about patience. Like, mm-hmm. you... You have to just take a deep breath <laughs> and think very closely about what you're about to do because, you know, they can take you out of character really quickly. Most definitely. And I'll bring a funny story. One day, Babe sends me a, a TikTok. The lady, I guess she's like a therapist. She was like, try to whisper to your kids instead of screaming. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, they'll pay attention we, more if we you get, just whisper to them and, and, and don't home, scream. And um, I think she screamed for something. I was like, just whisper. Whisper. <laughs> I forgot, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes they take you as you try it. Did it work? No. <laughs> Not the whisper. <laughs> but it, I mean, it actually it, became funny. You know what they did? They started whispering back, back at us. Right. Instead of instead of yelling. No, but then again, so it's a learned it's a mm-hmm. learned behavior. Maybe if y'all did that three or four more times, because like I say with therapy, not off the first try does it work, but that is funny. Um yeah. they're like, All right, maybe to get what I want, I gotta start this funny whisper <laughs> game. <laughs> but I think the point the lady was trying to make is just you have to be patient. Yeah. Most definitely. Relax, Screaming isn't before. gonna fix anything. And it's it's the mm-hmm. truth. It's the truth. Sometimes we just scream out of frustration, but is that really gonna fix anything? And it, it kind of tunes people out, right? Yeah. If even as adults, if someone's screaming at us, we're immediately turning yeah. off. Like, it's like your boss. I'm like, not listening to this right yeah. now. Oi. Right, right. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> you better not go to HR real quick. <laughs> so you got any other questions? So let's wrap it up. So just to wrap up the ideas, mm-hmm. so one of the things that we should be doing so that social media, sh- it doesn't affect our mental health is being, being present, present right? and mindful of um, where, well, where your energy and your attention and your time is going. Yes. Yeah, so make sure you're not constantly on these news and the negativity and right. And all, and all of this counts. If I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, I just spent an hour on each of these. Mm-hmm. Be, find actual activities that you enjoy because these are things that pour into you and make you feel fulfilled and ready to take on a screaming child, a husband or a wife who's mm-hmm. had a bad day. Um, anything at this point, because like I said, it's all about pouring into yourself first so that you are able to then pour into others and help anyone else in your life. And before they, I've heard too, but before we close this out that, Try not to consume as like 30 minutes prior to going to bed. Mm-hmm. Like try not to look at your phone because right. you're going to go to sleep and your brain is going to be all it's over the place. It's still active, right? And this goes for older folks too. Not just us in our 30s and our 20s. Because I see the older folks nope. now just as much on this phone. Oh, definitely. Watching the news all day, all day long. long. It's like- true. Limit the news, right? Because that just pumps fear, paranoia, anxiety into you. And as as the older generation, right? Mommy, we limit that are too. you watching this? Abuela, turn off, turn off that. <laughs> <laughs> Un saludo para Aníbal y Marisela Vázquez. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. Um, even for the older folks, like we need to, like, come on, bring the positivity. Like, I hate to hear the the older folks too talking so negatively, especially right. to like the young generation that's coming up. Because they, I hear a lot. You know, like, I'm sorry. I know we're supposed no, to good. be wrapping <laughs> it up, but this is an important point. There's a lot of the generation that's growing up now with parents who we just went through a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's very traumatizing. And there's a lot of parents with a lot of fear. And there's a lot of like young kids, you know, who feel hopeless or, you know, are feeling depressed with such a young age. And I feel like all this negativity that's been going on lately contributes to that. Most definitely. And especially to have a parent at home 
who's constantly just watching the news and just yeah. pointing out all the negative the and, you know, just talking about how bad the world is when there's so much good, too. Mm-hmm. Why are we just putting so much focus on all the bad when right. there's so much good? We need to focus on that silver lining in the cloud when it rains, right? What is the silver lining? Yeah. If I had, I got to eat my favorite meal. I got to speak to my best friend. What was that one good takeaway for you for the day? And that's what you hold on to because at the end of the day, it's about hope. That's what carries us into the next day. Absolutely. And I feel like hope is so important. Never lose hope. Hope is the last thing that we lose. And the world is a great place, guys. It's just that we have this thing and all the bad news go viral. Yes, and and that thing that we have, use it to link up with like a top therapist like me, right? <laughs> and and use it for some, good. Get some awesome supports in your life. And like I said, if you don't know them coming to therapy, we will point out what are the strengths and supports that we have identified based on you speaking to us, and you will flourish from there. And one thing we try to do with our pl- platform, we've always tried to do it was just post positive stuff. We don't do any drama. Um, and TikTok, we were just dancing our life away. People mm-hmm. are loving yeah. it. Yeah. People say, like, you guys make me smile every day. That that means the world to us. Okay. Now we got we are bringing this podcast to you, bringing different people on. This is so how we go learn from each other, grow, be happy, and just make positive changes for the future. So let us know if you want this these little sessions to come up here, here, and there. We'll yes. bring Charlene back let on. Let me know. We'll have these elevated conversations and Ooh, continue from there. I like all right right, guys that's it for today's video thank you so much for watching if you have come to the end of the video you are the real mvp i want you guys to put down a start down in the comments if you have come all the way to the end we're gonna start giving shout outs to people who do that um so leave your start down below if you have any comments leave your comments don't forget to hit the like button if you haven't subscribed what are you waiting for hello (laughs) today get with it let's get it (laughs) and don't forget to hit the bell so you can be notified every time we post a video until next time peace remember guys every monday 6 p.m videos go live this week you might get two good job ladies yes